Get ready for a personal and career story that took the woman you are about to meet on a roller coaster ride. Hi, this is Candy O'Terry. Welcome to the story behind her success. In the spotlight, another Candy, Candy Costas. She's the president and co owner of Provatis, a private upscale nursing company that spans five states and counting. And what we will learn in this story is that running a nursing company was never in her plans. The decision was the result of a personal crisis that took her completely by surprise, rearranging her life in ways she never could have imagined. Like so many of the women who have shared their stories on this show, she just kept putting one foot in front of the other, using her talents and some advice from a mentor who told her to think big. Today, her personal life brings her great joy, and so does her career, which is on fire. As we settled into the studio for this interview, I asked her to tell us about what happened in her personal life that rocked her world so much, sending the kind of shockwaves that cause you to either sink into a depression and give up, or pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I was happily married, or so I thought, for 20 years. I had two teenage children, working, happy, raising the family, when my husband told me that he wanted to end our marriage. I didn't see it coming, and for no apparent reason. I didn't understand why, and there was really no good reason why, until I found out that the reason turned out to be the woman that I considered to be my best friend. It was the worst time of my life, and at the same time, My mother got diagnosed with lung cancer. So within a year, I lost my mother, my husband, and my best friend. You know, I've not shared on this program a lot about my divorce story, but I will say that when my first husband of 10 years told me without warning that he didn't love me anymore and wanted a divorce, I was stunned. Hit me with a feather, just like you. I had no idea. Mm And my kids were little, you know, they were seven and 10 years old and my world really fell apart. And there were lots of lessons for me to learn. And the first one was that I needed to claim my own life, not as someone else's wife, but as Candy. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do and where are you going to go? Because the world keeps on spinning even when our little world falls apart. So take me back to that time in your life. Your husband says he doesn't love you. It's your best friend that he's in love with. How did you get past that in order to move forward? I did not, for one day, stay in bed wallowing in pity. Every single day, I got up and I went to work. I worked hard. Some days I may have had emotional breakdowns, but I went to work every day. I was fortunate to have great support from my family, and I belonged to communities where I danced, the Tango Society of Boston, the Swing Society in Boston. So I would go. I may have just had a breakdown episode of crying, but I would get my dancing shoes, and I would go dance and drink water and dance, and it would just make me feel good. So I kept working, I kept dancing, and I moved on. When you say you kept working, tell me about where you were in your nursing career at that time. At that time, I was working at a skilled nursing facility as a liaison, and it was a job that I had many years of security with. The people I worked with were very supportive. But in terms of my career, I knew that this wasn't it for me. 
I knew that I wanted something different. I wanted to return to the business world that I had previously done before I started a family. I didn't know exactly what it was I wanted, so I started to network. I started talking to people, other healthcare professionals, about opportunities that might be out there, options to me. And one day, as a single mother, I was home at the stove. I can even remember what I was cooking. I was making chicken cutlets, and the phone rang. It was a recruiter, and I had not called or engaged any recruiter, but some professional that I had been speaking with had referred me to the recruiter because I was a nurse with sales experience. And this particular startup company called Provatis was looking for a sales professional that had a nursing background to sell services as they described as a luxury brand, as focused on top-level customer service. And this was very appealing to me because I, as a nurse, love to help people. I love the healthcare environment. I love hospitals. And I also have always loved the finer things in life. And I love luxury brand and top-notch customer service. So this was extremely appealing to me, although at the same time, very scary because here I am, a single mom. It's a big risk. I had been at this skilled facility for 11 years. So... It was scary, and I wasn't sure whether to take the leap. But speaking now, I am so glad I did, and it's completely changed my life. So you make the decision that you're going to join Provatus. Take me back to those early days working for this company. Actually, I started on a special date. It was 6606. I'll never forget that. And I was the sole salesperson for Provatis. So it was just me starting to sell the services of the company in the Boston area. I remember when the phone rang once and a referral came in from Mass General, and I was quickly writing down the details of what they were looking for. Before I hung up, I remember saying, could I please ask you how you heard about our company? And she said, yes, a very nice young woman came in to tell us about what you offered. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's me. That was me. (laughs) So it was very, very exciting. Moving on in the years, I then helped to hire the growing sales force. So hired our salesperson for Cape Cod and later to Greenwich, Connecticut, and then New York City. So to hire, to train, and to manage them. I had only gone to nursing school, so I was learning by doing what it's like to grow a business, to manage people, and to deal with the everyday challenges of all that's involved. Let's talk about the way Provatus works. It sounds as if you are providing high, high level care for people, not just here in Massachusetts, but now across the country. Yes. Our newest office is in Palm Beach, Florida, and Later this week, we'll be opening on the west coast of Florida. So, yes, we've expanded tremendously since we first started. The services are very simple. We provide private care services, whether it's a home health aide or a nurse, to people that are facing a health care challenge, whether it be temporary or chronic and ongoing. But it's with a great focus on the whole person and the things that bring them passion in their life, whether it be hobbies that they have that we try to support in some way. It's not just task focused, as general health care usually is, but it's focused on the whole person and giving each individual a sense of purpose and putting a smile on their face so that when, when they open the door and our nurse is standing there, they're happy to see them because they know we're there to support the things that are important to them. What has been the key to expanding your company 
Because, again, you're now in five states and growing, and you've got 500 employees. Mm -hmm. What an accomplishment, Candy. Right. Thank you. The key has been finding the right people. Hiring the right people is everything. And sometimes we do make mistakes and it's not the right fit. But when we find the right people, it is golden and we treasure our people. You are an entrepreneur any way you look at it. You're a nurse at heart until the day you die. But Mm -hmm. you are an entrepreneur. What are the keys to becoming a successful entrepreneur? Looking at every day as a new beginning. There will be challenges every day. And not being afraid of the challenges, but to take a breath and slow down and to talk to people that you respect and you will come up with solutions. Not to be fearful of the challenges because it's dealing with the challenges and finding solutions that makes you successful. How do you keep your medical staff, your nurses, your nurses' aides, how do you keep them inspired? Because this can be very hard work, not just trying to keep the patient comfortable and understood, but also managing expectations from the family, the extended family. And then, of course, there's end-of-life care as Mm -hmm. well. It's really simple. It's showing them appreciation. It's making them feel a certain way when they work for us, when they call us on the phone, when they come into the office. If I hear a caregiver come in the office and I'm in my office, I immediately go out and I introduce myself and, who are you? Oh, and and we hug. It's a culture of appreciation and really showing that we value the people that work for us and how important the work that they do for us is. Well, you've been there for quite some time now, since 2006. What's your leadership philosophy? To treat others the way you want to be treated. The culture that we've created over the years is one where people enjoy going to work each day and going into the office. In the beginning, before people got to really know me and my business partner, we would visit the different offices and it was quiet because they thought, oh boy, the boss is coming. But now they know, and I have said this at our last Christmas party, the things that I like to see and hear when I visit each office, whether it be New York, Connecticut, Florida, I like to hear people laughing and I like to see people eating together because when you're laughing and you're eating together, that means you're happy. That means means you like each other. You like each other and you're enjoying your day and we spend most of our time at work. So we want people to be enjoying their day. And so creating that kind of culture is so, so important to a growing business. Let's talk a little bit about this is a co-owner situation. You're the president and co-owner. How does that relationship work with the other co-owner? I'm guessing that you each have certain strengths that you bring to the table. Yes, we do. Bill Mullet is my partner, and we work very well together. We've become, he and his wife and my husband and I have become good friends over the years. He is a very strong leader and very perceptive about business development. He also has a financial background, so he's the one who's really the nitty-gritty detail on spreadsheets, whereas me... I'm the one with the nursing background and the sales expertise. So we do nicely complement each other and our strengths go well together. You know, I believe, Candy, that our childhood shapes us. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing, where you come from and what life was like in your house when you were growing up. Well, I come from a dad who was an entrepreneur. He worked for many, many years at the Star Market Company until he decided to go out and branch out and buy his own store. It was very successful until the recession when he had his challenges. But he took a risk, 
And that was something that affected me. The other thing that I'll always remember about my dad and his work ethic is he wasn't home very often. He wasn't at the dinner table. Working hard and being successful is not working nine to five. It means really putting in extra hours. And that's always affected me. And that's always been my work ethic. Working hard is never wasted. It's never wasted. And I've done that through my whole life. I have one sister. We're very different. She is a sports fan. I'm not. (laughs) I can't not forget to mention my mother. Of course. My mother was a stay-at-home mom who believed that a woman's place was in the home. She believed that a woman should dress according to her age. Her name was Ginger, and she was a very vibrant person who had a great effect on me style-wise. We didn't always see eye to eye, and I don't believe in dressing age appropriately myself at 64, but Ginger, my mother, was a very, very vibrant, strong-willed person who also had a lot of effect on me. Was there a golden rule in your house when you were growing up? Family comes first. Who was your role model when you were growing up? Both of my parents were strong role models for different reasons. But if I had to pick one role model, it would be my dad for how hard he worked, the risks that he took, and how he was and still is at age 90 a glass-half-full person. In fact, my dad turned 90 uh, just last month. We had a wonderful celebration for him, and we had wine glasses imprinted with Glass half full since 1932. Oh, that's great. I love that. You know, so many doctors and nurses who have sat right where you are told their stories of growing up and knowing that they wanted to be a doctor, knowing that they wanted to be a nurse. They were always fixing broken dollies. They were always putting Band-Aids on things. When did you discover that you wanted to be a nurse? I decided in my senior year in high school, but I wasn't always wanting to be a nurse. I I don't fit that description. I wanted to be in theater. I wanted to be a fashion designer. I wanted all these glamorous things. But then with some coaching from my parents and, and with some more of a practical mind, I decided to go a more practical route and choose nursing. I always loved the hospital environment. I'm good at the sciences. And I thought, okay, this is practical and this can take me in many different directions. Nursing isn't necessarily working on the floor in the hospital. There are many, many different things you can do. So I just decided to go the practical route. You attended Boston University. You have a bachelor in science degree in nursing. Tell us a little bit about your college experience. My college experience, frankly, was very boring. I studied and I studied and that's about it. I was not a party girl. But I'll tell you, at age 64, I'm making it up for it now. (laughs) My motto is work hard, play hard, and enjoy every day. Because being in healthcare in the nursing industry, you see things that are very, very sad. All ages, people that are ill, chronic illnesses, people dying at young ages. And you know that things can change so quickly. And I believe that you never know what is coming. So it's important to enjoy every day. I'm sure there were some steps along the way where there were some very valuable lessons that you could pass on to our listeners today. One lesson would be don't take no for an answer. Challenges will come your way, but there are always back doors and different ways to handle situations. You fell in love again, and that takes a lot of courage. 
Tell us a little bit about your second husband. Well, he's a wonderful guy, and I'm going to tell you how we met. As my marriage ended, I was open to dating, but I wasn't on any dating sites. But I was certainly open to dating. My sister told me that every year at a Christmas party, she would see this gentleman, always single, nice, smart, sexy. He'd be fun to go out with. And I said, sure, I'll go out with him, give him my number. So she and her friend called him. And they said that Shelly has a sister who's single. She'd be fun to go out with. And at the time, he was on dating sites. He said, no, thank you. I'm sick of divorced women with kids. Oh, <laughs> I've told this story so many times. He laughs about it. So what happened then? I said, oh, really? Is that what he said? Give me his number. I'll call him. And so I did. We've been together now 18 years, married for almost 12. Oh, congratulations. That is a great story. You talked about your children early on, and I know that it was hard for you to be a single mom. I'm right back at you. It's the hardest thing I ever did. And it's also what I'm most proud of, Candy, mm -hmm. is how well my children have done throughout their lives. How did motherhood change you? Mm. I'm also very proud of my children. I have a daughter and a son. They're both in their 30s. They're both also entrepreneurs. Motherhood is not easy, and I can't say that I enjoyed every single bit of it. But what I do very much enjoy is seeing the people that they've become, and we spend a lot of time together now. Every Sunday, we have a family dinner. They're over, and even in between that, they come over. We talk frequently. I call them for some business advice at times. They call me. We've got very close relationships, and I'm very proud of them. And I love the adult relationships between mom and kids. Your personal website is fantastic. I've looked at it. Everybody check it out, too. CandyCostas.com. And your IG handle is Candy underscore Costas underscore style. Tell us all about it. That's my hobby. Fashion and style has, ever since I was old enough to hold a Barbie doll, I've been obsessed of sorts with clothes, accessories, shoes, makeup, you name it. And I started a blog about eight years ago where I write about what I wear and why I wear it. And then I started an Instagram profile that's grown tremendously. It's fun. It's something that I get tremendous pleasure out of, and we'll see where it goes in the future. Well, so far, so good, because your Instagram handle has 17,000 followers. So congratulations about that. I'm looking at your life's path, and I'm hearing that even at your toughest moments... You went and put your dancing shoes on and went out dancing at the bottom of your life. And you said, I got up every single morning and put one foot in front of the other. What do you say to a woman who's listening to our program right now? And maybe she's headlong into the toughest time of her life for whatever the reason. Talk to her. Don't be bitter. You are worth it. Don't stay in bed. Find what's inside of you. Find what makes you happy. Listen to your gut. Listen to your inner voice and trust that and go out and find what makes you happy. What do you wish you knew when you first got started on this journey we call life? You know, Candy, actually, I'm glad I didn't know because if I had known, <laughs> too scary, too scary, too scary. But what's wonderful is that as very difficult as things 
have been over the years in work as well as in my personal life, I managed to survive. I managed to get through things and I couldn't be happier today. So I'm glad I didn't know or ask the questions then. When an obstacle is in your path, how do you get around it? As crazy as this may sound, obstacles actually increase my motivation. As I said earlier, I don't take no for an answer. So when an obstacle is in my way, I simply look for other ways around it. Best piece of advice you've ever received. This can be personal. It can be professional. But I'm hoping you can pass it along to our listeners today. In my very first year at Provatus, I was fortunate to land a meeting with real estate developer Joe Fallon. And I was new in the business world. And here was a successful man that I looked up to. And he said two words that I will never forget. Think big. And today, here I am at 64, and I'm not done yet. I'm still thinking big. Final question. And I want to say, Candy, thank you so much for telling your story so candidly and so openly today on the story behind her success. At this moment, in this chapter of your life, what does success mean to you? Success to me means that When I wake up on a Monday morning, I'm just as happy as when I wake up on a Saturday or a Sunday morning because I love what I do. Every day, I'm happy. I'm fortunate to be loving the business I'm in, facing the challenges, the good times, the bad. I embrace my evenings, my weekends, my vacations. I believe that success is enjoying every single day and not just waiting for the time when something is going to happen, a goal you might have. So I'm grateful and blessed and I consider myself successful that I'm happy seven days of the week. Well, it's been candy power all over the place today. (laughs) From candy to candy, I want to say thank you so much for being our guest this week on The Story Behind Her Success. Thank you, Candy. And that's The Story Behind Her Success for this week. If you know a woman I should interview for the show, reach out and tell me about her. Just go to my website, candyoterry.com. There's also a full library of stories for you to listen to anytime you need a little dose of inspiration. Follow me on Facebook at Candy O'Terry Official and on all other platforms at Candy O'Terry. And whether you're listening on one of our radio affiliates or from your smartphone, we'll have a fresh episode for you next week on the story behind her success. And remember, when we lift each other up, we all rise.